Welcome, everyone, to episode 264 of the Thumbs to Gathletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is going to be the Elder Scrolls Legends Beta. That, of course, is the digital collectible card game that uh, was announced. Was it this year's E3 that they that Bethesda announced it, or was it last year at some point? It was last year, I think. Was, was it? The first, yeah. Okay. Was it even like last E3 when they announced Fallout? Did they announce Elder Scrolls Legends? I was I trying was. to remember. It was. Okay. I meant to look it up, and of course I, I forgot, so... Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about that for the main topic. I'm glad Corey was able to join us. He's a, an experienced Hearthstone player. So uh, if you weren't going to be on this week, we were going to have to change the topic last minute. So because I want your input most of all. Yeah. Um, As you said, the Hearthstone expert for sure. Definitely yeah, yeah. expert. Expert, ap- absolutely. Almost professional. Semi-pro. More of a, more of a sexpert in Hearthstone, <laughs> really. Sem- semi-pro. <laughs> Uh, so that's the main topic. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Anything new? Um, let's mm. see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Corey's forcing me to talk about No Man's Sky. We mm-hmm. were going to not do that, but Corey said that's the only reason he even joined our shitty podcast tonight. So <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, No I Man's wanna, Sky. We... Uh... I'll keep with your guys' spirit of it a little bit, though. I'm not going to ask any game like uh, specifics about the actual game, but I'll ask. I won't. Some, I some won't answer those, Corey. Okay. I won't. I'm answer not that talking about the game, Corey. Yeah, Will's not even going to participate, and I. I oh. don't. Quite frankly, I don't blame him. Mm. If you guys really don't want to, I can. No, I'll no, let it no. Go. We can. We can. We can brush against it. Mm-hmm. I think it's for you the know? good of the show, too, you know? No, and little, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Little tease. Very brief thoughts later on about No Man's Sky. So we've got that to look forward to, right? Yep. yep. Yeesh. Uh, full episode on it next week, which is why we're not going to talk about it too much this week. Uh, also, me and Corey didn't get a chance to play it yet. Corey's on vacation, and uh, he, he, like me, will be playing the PC version, which doesn't come out until tomorrow. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I get my my taste. Corey's going to start playing it early next week. Uh, yeah, so let's get into the main segment, shall we? I have two quick things I want to tease, Dan. Let's hear it. Uh, as I've been traveling, I played a mobile game called A Noble Circle, which was free over the weekend, which was perfect for me. Oh, nice. Uh, last weekend, it was free. And then I played the, very, the prologue to One Night in Karazhan, the new Hearthstone expansion that came out today. Okay. So... Very nice. Oh, I've got that. Oh, and I played a lot more Fire Emblem. Oh, so. okay. Good to know. All right, let's uh, let's get into uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. This is, of course, the beta. The game's not in full release yet. It's also only on PC. It's going to be mobile, too. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, they promised all the platforms. Oh, all the plat, like even PS4, Xbox One, or, or just the mobile ones. I think I saw ones. that, yeah. I, at, least, uh, at least PC and mobile. Um I'm pretty sure, though, I saw the, the consoles. Okay. I'll, I'll There's... see what I can dig up while you guys chat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, as I said, Corey is the most experienced Hearthstone player, uh, semi-pro Hearthstone player. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, like, mostly default to you, Corey. Uh, what are your thoughts in comparison to Hearthstone? Uh, what do you like? You know, the Hearthstone does better. What do you like the Elder Scrolls Legends does better? Take That's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. I'll... I'll go ahead and say right off the bat, uh, it borrows a lot from Hearthstone. It's and that's, very similar, yeah. 
which is it's obvious. But also, I'm okay with that. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, this is a Hearthstone ripoff because Hearthstone was a Magic the Gathering ripoff. No matter how you slice it, I don't care what anybody says. There's a reason, sure. you know, all those games are similar. It's a great mechanic. Uh, yeah, they vary. There's variations between all of them, as there is with all sorts of uh, CCGs. But the the through line from Magic to Hearthstone to Elder Scrolls Legends is definitely apparent. Sure. Uh, the biggest difference in the Elder Scrolls Legends is the use of lanes. Mm-hmm. So in Hearthstone, it's one big game board, and all your minions can interact with all the other minions and uh, heroes on either end. In uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, there are two lanes wherein you can put four minions in one lane and up to four minions in one lane and up to four minions in the other lane. And what's interesting about that is if you're in one lane, your minions can't interact with minions in the other lane when it comes to attacking. Yep. But what's uh, another cool part of that is that the lanes themselves can have certain effects on them. And I'm pretty sure... Uh, the standard is just a lane that has no effects and then the lane on the right, which is the shadow lane. Yeah. So in the shadow lane, when you play a minion in the shadow lane, it gets cover for one turn, uh, which is something that Hearthstone doesn't have. Hearthstone has the stealth mechanic, um, but as I said in this one, the stealth or cover, as it's called in Elder Scrolls Legends, comes from the environment itself rather than a card effect or a spell or something like that. It's my, it's so my, it's my favorite difference, actually. Um, yeah, between between Elder Scrolls and and in Hearthstone. So yeah, and I think it's obvious the the developers of this game really studied Hearthstone, and I think they're trying to address a lot of the things that people don't like about Hearthstone. And one of those biggest, the one of the biggest things is that the most competitive decks, uh, there's not a lot of wiggle room there. There's not a lot of variation between the most competitive decks and Hearthstone. And I think with the the two lanes is one of the ways that the Elder Scrolls Legends adds a new mechanic to the game that will allow for a lot more variation. Uh, and another thing that I think does that really well are the runes on your yeah. player health, your character health. So your hero has 30 health to start, and then there are how many? Six runes? I believe six, yeah. Every five hit six, points or five, something like that. It must be five then. Five yeah, runes. Five. Five runes for every five health that you have. So when you take damage, every time you lose five health, you get to draw a card. So that helps right there. If somebody's just running your face, uh, you'll get more cards and give you card advantage. But there's also a uh, mechanic on the cards called Prophecy. And if you draw a card on, when you, one of your runes get destroyed, gets destroyed and it has Prophecy on it, you can play it immediately at no cost. So if you're somebody's, somebody's hammering your face with their cards and you draw a card and it's a prophecy card and it's a card with guard, which is Elder Scrolls Legends version of taunt, uh, you can drop it on the board in the middle of their turn, which is, can be really helpful. And there are other things, too, is like destroy a minion. You know, it's just a lot of things that can turn the tide of battle. So that's another way I think they addressed uh, the Hearthstone. It's, I mean, it's a, whole, it's a brand new mechanic that uh, adds another layer of gameplay to the game that just i think in general gives people more opportunities to be creative with decks uh, which is the goal and then the other thing that they have is uh oh i just lost it i was just thinking about it in my card, head card upgrades 
The card upgrades, yeah, that's another thing. So when you get to, is it a certain level, you can level up cards? I never was able to glean, like, what exactly caused a card upgrade to, to proc or whatever. Like, it just seemingly happened at random to me. Like, I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think it's by level. Okay. Uh, depending on the level that you are, there are cards that can be upgraded, and you choose what kind of upgrade you want it to be, which yeah. is really interesting. And I'm not sure that... I don't know if there's a way to end up getting both versions of an upgraded card. It seems to me like you have a card and then you get the opportunity to upgrade it and you pick one type of upgrade over the other. Yeah. And it's things like, okay, you have a basic 2-2 minion and then when you hit a certain level, it says, okay, now you can upgrade and you can choose between these two types of upgrades. Do you want to give it guard or do you want to give it lethal? Right. Which is like uh, in Hearthstone, it's uh, poison or something like that. Yeah. Just means if you do deal any damage to a minion, it immediately destroys it. Uh-huh. Which is a pretty cool mechanic. And I remembered what I was thinking about before. Uh, you can have up to 70 cards in a deck, and it's between 50 and 70. So when you have that many cards in a deck, I think there's a lot more room for innovation there, too. Whereas in Hearthstone, when you only have 30 cards, uh, I think. And with, I mean, I haven't crunched the numbers or anything like that, but it just seems like when you have more cards in a deck, there's a lot more room for creativity. Is it the type of thing, too? I can imagine, like, because some players will have exactly 50 cards, some players will have exactly 70 cards. This is for the, the multiplayer, I should I should say. Yeah. That you don't, like, lose the game when you run out of cards, I would assume. You just can't play I haven't play gotten that far. You mean, like, a mill? Yeah. Running, like, a mill deck? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what happens in that case. I know, I mean, in Hearthstone, it's fatigue. You get fatigue damage. Right. Uh, every turn you have to draw and you don't have a card, you take damage. I would assume since there's variation that that wouldn't be the case in, in Elder Scrolls Legends. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm really, really not sure. How, how much did everyone play? Yeah, I played two matches against the computer. Okay. Will, so you... I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, a little game called No Man's Sky came out. <laughs> uh, Which is why I played two matches. And... To be honest, I didn't know our episode was on this game until today. Wait, we decided during the Pokemon podcast. <laughs> we talked podcast. about it last week. Yeah. You jerk. Was it in the group message? No, it was no. Af- after the Pokemon podcast. But Eric, Eric, Dan also texted Eric to say that in the group. I was, that was wondering that, when you guys decided. I was like, when Sunday the morning. fuck were these assholes discussing <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was on that Pokemon podcast. So I completely yeah. missed it. Then. The Pogo podcast. Which is my You're- fault. You were playing Stardew Valley when they were talking about it. Maybe. Yeah, well, as I noticed you're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, I'm listening. But I played through the entire uh, single-player campaign as the 20 chapters, maybe? Yeah, Um, 20 chapters. I played through all that with a couple couple different decks. I didn't do any online matches. Uh, I didn't want to sour sour the taste in my mouth that I had from the game. Because I actually I actually didn't mind it. I think I think the, a lot of the changes that they made from Hearthstone are, are positive changes and all it's all stuff that I found interesting and that I liked. Um, yeah. Specifically, like I said, the two lane thing I think is really great because uh, I use that a lot of cases. Like if I had a minion that I wanted uh, an ability to proc, but you know they would have gotten killed right away, you put it in the shadow lane, it can't get hit the first turn that he's out there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, that gives you the opportunity to have him sit there and not get killed, like wiped out immediately. I love that. That was my definitely my favorite change from Hearthstone. One thing they don't make apparent, though, is uh, when you're in the shadow lane and you have cover, you can't be attacked, but you can still be targeted. Yeah, by by like uh, uh, magic and stuff. Yeah. 
which I thought was an interesting change. Yeah. Um, but just going back to the story stuff, so in the beta, there are 20 chapters for the, the story mission, uh, and I, I, I imagine they're going to add more to that. But I think that is a, a place that the Elder Scrolls can really excel, because there is such a rich lore to that universe, and you know people are already attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that's not the case with, with Hearthstone, right. uh, but I think it's a different type of, of fan base. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, I think Again, that's another another for me uh, positive on the side of Elder Scrolls Legends was, you know, I, I played, uh, you know, since Morrowind all the all the Elder Scrolls games like a ton. Uh, I, I'm very familiar with the lore. Like with uh, Hearthstone, it's all Warcraft stuff. I played Hearth or Warcraft um, two and three a long time ago, and, and like no World of Warcraft, um, so I wasn't as familiar with any of that stuff. Right. Um, so absolutely, the lore is definitely something that would draw me more towards Elder Scrolls Legends. Yep, and I think they actually said that 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 uh, single player campaign is going to be a big component of the game. Yeah. But they also have a uh, single player arena, which I thought was interesting. So in Hearthstone, there's the arena mode where you pay 150 coins and you build a deck from a draft. They show you three cards and you pick one and and do that until you have 30 cards. Uh, and it's all mostly random. There's a lot of tweaking on. Uh, blizzard side to what kind of cards you get but of course there is um you build that deck and then you win wow. uh so in elder scrolls legends they have that as well the competitive online arena mode where you play against other players but they also have a solo version which i had a really great time playing did you play that then no no i didn't get the chance okay. um so the way that works is it's very similar but you choose your enemy and it shows you all of them in front of you and you have to beat all of them, and then there's a boss at the end. I think the boss is the ninth battle. Uh, so the first time I did it, I actually beat eight of the characters and then fought the boss, and I only had one loss left. I had lost twice going up to that, and the boss beat me on the first try. So I was really close to getting through all nine of the single-player arena bosses. Um but it's the same type of thing. Depending on how well you do, you get a certain amount of rewards. Uh, the game does a really good job about that. All the little graphical flares and animations and stuff. Like, it's rewarding to unlock stuff and get coins and treasure and card packs and stuff like that. Uh, it does all that stuff really well. Um, the The issue I'm having is that, like, since my mind is in Hearthstone mode so much, and, you know, I can, like... I basically know if I see the graphic on a card, I know exactly what the card is and what it does. Yeah. And it's just hard having to relearn that for a bunch of new cards all of a sudden. Sure. So it's like, it's a little bit daunting for me to sit down and play with decks and stuff like that when I have this other game that... You already know. Yeah, yeah, relatively learned at, and I know like what's good in the meta and what works and what doesn't work. Uh, And there's just a very small part of me that has any interest in workshopping decks and elder scrolls legends sure but i think they can exist side by side for that reason like all the single player content i think in in elder scrolls legends is really good um yeah i mean i had i had a good time i woke up one morning at like 2 a.m here it was like 2 30 and i just could not fall back asleep and i laid in bed till like four and i was like screw it and that's when i just got up and just binge played all the content in Uh the elder scrolls uh, Legends, yeah, which was it was kind of nice. It's a good way to play a, a game like that is just to binge play through it. Sure, yeah, and I didn't ha- I didn't have any of that like you were talking about, Corey. The the familiarity with Hearthstone, so like it's all it's all new to me. 
Um, yeah. But, I, like, as much as I enjoyed Elder Scrolls Legends, I don't think I'm going to play it. I just don't think I like the digital collectible card game at all. I just, yeah. I don't think it's for me. Yeah. Um, I might fire it up once in a while to play through the single-player stuff. Like you said, if they add new new things and they don't cost anything, like, I might do that. But I don't I don't think I'm going to play it, keep playing it uh, as much as I like some of the changes, like I said. Yeah, and I think most people most people who play Hearthstone would agree with you that they like all the the changes and in, in gameplay mechanics and stuff that are in this game. But I've heard a couple people say, uh, just reading through the subreddit, that even though they made all those changes to to add some variation to like high tier competitive play, uh, the couple anecdotal stories I've heard from people that are at that high tier of competitive play have said that there really isn't much variation between the decks. There's a lot of archer decks um, which are green and red cards that that people are using because um, that just seems to work the best right now. But, I mean, it's, what is it? The, it's only been out in beta for a week, so yeah, there's a lot more I, to go. I'm sure the internet will refine it down to it's it's refine it down to a nub you know like they'll, yeah. they'll fi- the internet will collectively figure out the ins and outs and and figure out just like hearthstone a handful of things that actually like work you know mm-hmm. which is un- that's one of the unfortunate things about that type of game you know and with how many people play it like the ease of access yeah. i think uh can be a hindrance to to that sort of thing you know whereas if you're playing the actual like physical card game there's a lot more uh, barrier to entry, you know, than uh, yep. than a Hearthstone or uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. Absolutely. So. It is going to be free to play at launch, right? Like, there's no purchase cost up yeah. front. I haven't heard. Yeah. It is uh, iOS and Windows, Corey. Okay. That's it, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's uh, it's 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 entertaining. At the very least, it's it's a fun aside. I, it's not the type of game. That's the problem when you when you spend time on the subreddits for these games. It's all these people saying. I actually posted, which I rarely ever do. Uh, somebody said something along the lines of Twitch. You need to capitalize on the Elder Scrolls Legends now. Well, Hearthstone is in its lowest low it's ever been. And I responded, and I'm like, lowest low. Like we're getting expansion. This was a couple days ago. I'm like, we're getting in a, a new adventure this week. Uh, yeah, it's in a lull, which always happens at the end of the like content cycle, but it's definitely not its lowest low right now. And uh, of course, I got attacked oh, by yeah. a lot of people. But what I ended up by saying, I think Elder Scrolls Legends is good enough to stand on its own. Sure, uh, it doesn't need Hearthstone to be bad to be successful. I, I really don't think it does. Um, but of course, everybody's like, "Oh, you know, did you see the new priest card they revealed? This expansion, nobody wanted. What's in this? This is, you know." And I'm just like, I didn't say anything. I just let it go. I'm like, whatever. But I was like, the adventure hasn't even come out, and everybody's always saying like, it's the total opposite of what they wanted, and they don't listen to the community on all, all this stuff. I'm just like, people Poor are fucking. I can't ridiculous. do this. I can't do this. I can't Poor argue you. with you guys. I almost well, don't want to go on the internet anymore ever. Yeah, it's bad, man. I'll tell you what. Reading some people's No Man's Sky opinions this week has really made me just want to punch myself in the nuts repeatedly till I can't even stand yeah. it. It makes you have no hope for, for humanity. Oh. Er- <laughs> I'll Eric, talk had... about why later, but... Eric, I, say, I think we're going to be on the same page with this. It bothered me, too. 
I don't think it's this is the time to get into it, but yeah, the, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later when we share our brief opinions. Sounds good. Okay, uh, Eric, yeah. what, what what did you think of uh, of Elder Scrolls Legends? <laughs> my my two games. Yeah. Well, I mean, is uh, it something you'd be interested in in in, in learning or keep you know to keep keep playing? No. No. Okay. No. You know, I thought to myself, this is okay. Yeah. And that's what I always saw with Hearthstone, like. And I feel like if I was going to play that, I would already be playing Hearthstone. Right. But I already have my five-minute game, and that's Rocket yeah. League. Right. So if I have five, ten minutes, that's what I'm playing. And I realize it's not on mobile, but I don't really play any games on mobile. Right. So um, I don't know. I just I don't feel like there's an opportunity for me to get into it. Sure. You know what I mean? You're, I just if if I'm home playing a short game, it's gonna be Rocket League. You're kind of like me, just not that much interest in the in the no. digital collectible card games. No, I really don't, and and it's not even that I think they're bad. Yeah. I just I, I don't. Yeah. It's not for me. Sure, you I'm have different kind, priorities. I'm kind of in the same yeah. boat. I, like and, even yeah. even Hearthstone, which I've had my issues with. It, it's not because I think it's a bad game. I just right. it's not something I want to do. You know exactly. Yeah. I just think I think for Elder Scrolls Legends, like their best path is not to. I don't know. I think what they need to do is just focus on the lore side of it and attracting people who just love Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I think that's the best path forward for them. And if the competitive side of it, competitive online side, grows out of that, great. But if not, I think they can serve a whole bunch of people that just want Elder Scrolls content. Sure, it's kind of like the same thing with Gwent with people with the Witcher right stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in the the Elder Scrolls Legends, like going through the adventure, there's a part where you can choose. Like, it's kind of a choose your own adventure, yeah. and based on your choices, you get certain cards. Yep. And again, I don't know if there's a way to get that other card. Like, if you pick one, I don't know if you can end up getting that other one that you didn't pick. Yeah, yeah. Like I had the opportunity to get a character as a card, or like a bunch of gold, maybe. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought that was neat. That was you know, it makes you feel like you have some uh, some control over over the events of of what's happening. You know, uh-huh. and ultimately, you know, the cards, your card pool that yeah. you get to pick from. You think long term, like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able, ever be able to get this card. Maybe I should pick this one. And it's like, oh, but I like this one more. And sure. it's a it's a weighty decision. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, good. I mean, if you're at all interested, you should just try it. It's uh oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, Bethesda Bethesda dot net launcher. Mm-hmm. It's got its own uh, store. I mean, I, like yeah. Beth- I don't I I don't really like that it's got it's gonna have its own storefront. No, I mean it's thing. it's the same as the Blizzard launcher kind of thing. They have just their games on there, and, and yeah, that's but fine minus. Games like World of Warcraft, Diablo three, Overwatch, Overwatch, you know, like yeah, the yeah, things that are on it. Play. The things that are on it are uh, Fallout Shelter. Um, yep. What's its face? Uh, there's a Fallout thing on there too. I'm not sure exactly what it's that the creation is. Creation kit. Okay. Fallout four creation kit. Okay, and then and then uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. So Feels why don't a bit they have funky, the? Doesn't it? It's e- I, yeah, I think yeah. It's new. Yeah, it's 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 right? yeah yeah. It just came out not that long ago. I think maybe of when course, Fallout Shelter came to PC. I think if you compare anything to Blizzard, Blizzard stuff, it's going to feel clunky. You know, Blizzard just yeah, has yeah, that right. UI polish down. Get you that know, nice panache they put on their things. Yeah, it's really hard to beat. And they have you know games that millions of players play. So, mm-hmm. it's that's part of it too. 
No, yeah. but I would prefer to see it on like Steam. Sure. I mean, I'd if perfect world, everything would be on Steam. <laughs> uh, which will lead me into my first nibble bit. Hey, look. oh my god! A segue. Did we just have a segue? We had a segue. Oh, We're really job, stepping guys. up. Uh, I mean, it's not that <laughs> exciting, but it could lead to exciting things. So I will, I will qualify it with that. Uh, yeah, Quantum Break is coming to Steam, uh, and also retail. The PC version is coming to Steam and retail September fourteenth uh, for forty bucks. Uh, that in and of itself is not that exciting. However, it could mean that other Microsoft uh, games will be coming to Steam, like maybe Gears of War, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, I'm not excited for Quantum Break, but the other stuff, sure. What are you giggling Just about? Having a funny, we're having a funny run in the chat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> making me giggle. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that, Dan? What? Quantum Break. <laughs> I don't care. I'll buy it on a sale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can only imagine it did not sell well on PC, and that's why they're putting it on Steam. They're trying to recoup some of the some of the losses, maybe, from p- developing the PC port for it. The good in me hopes that it was planned all along. Yeah. But I think you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, I, you... Well, I don't know, because was uh, was this whole thing before the, the new Microsoft Xbox vision of, you know, making everything available on PC? Was Quantum Break before all that? Yes, yeah. it's. Uh, okay. they, I, I feel like, like at the end of last year they announced that it would be on PC. Oh, okay. But, again, I could, I could be thinking wrong. But, yeah, I, I just my hope that some of their other games are going to be coming to Steam instead of having to be on the Microsoft Xbox store or what have you. Gotcha. Uh, and then, not really uh, video game related, but I was excited about this. Uh, New Chronicles of Narnia movie is in the making. Uh, oh. They're going to be making The Silver Chair. Are you, did you, did anyone besides me read Chronicles of Narnia? No. I don't I know anything about that. Oh, okay. Which ones? The ones that the movies Prin- are on? Or the Prince first Caspian and the first one. Okay. Um, yeah, I really liked the first and second movie, uh, the lion, the witch and the wardrobe and Prince Caspian. The third movie was voyage of the Dawn treader that I didn't think was very good. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping this one's better. Uh, they're essentially doing a reboot of the series. I guess they're going to have all new people. Uh, I mean, there's new characters on that. Uh, the, one of the characters from voyage of the Dawn treader is supposed to be in, uh, in, uh, the silver chair, but I think they're just going to get all new cast and everything. Uh, That's good. They're going to be done by TriStar. Corey, I don't know if you know anything about TriStar. Not familiar with TriStar. Is there a director attached? No, nothing yet. It's still in very early stages of development. Um, I think they're looking at a few years from now when it'll finally hit the hit the silver screen. So. That's good. I was actually wondering about that the other day. Like, whatever happened to the yeah. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movies? Yeah. Were they any good? Yeah, I really – I mean, I don't know – I don't know if everyone thought they were good, but I like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and Prince Caspian, which was the sequel to that. They're, it's the kind of movie I really like, but I don't think they were great movies. Yeah, but same. You know, they can get by on on just being like high fantasy is good yep. enough for me. I mean, sure. that's what a, that's what I said about the Warcraft movie. Like, it's just one of those movies you put on when you want high fantasy. Yeah, not because it's a good film. Right, average film, I would say. Yeah, better than. The Warcraft movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Okay, uh, that's it for my noble bits. Corey, what do you got? Um, I'm sorry, I was I was 
on the list of TriStar Pictures films. I mean, I've heard of TriStar. I've just couldn't think of anything specific. Oh, the did. Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, let's see what they did recently. Only because I'm I'm curious. I feel like I well, saw sh- TriStar movies a while ago. Uh, Money Monster came out this year. Uh, oh, not recognizing any of these. Excuse I think Soul Christy Surfer. wanted to go see Money Monster, but it got bad reviews, so we didn't go. District Nine. District Nine was good. Yeah. I didn't care for that one. Uh, Premonition. Don't know that. Wasn't that a scary movie? Godzilla 2000. Time and Tie. Not really recognized. Oh, The Mask of Zorro. 1998. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there were 90s. Uh, yeah, Three Ninjas. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, there's their blockbuster. <laughs> That's a classic. Jerry, Jerry Maguire, Beverly Hills Ninja, Donnie Brasco. Okay. Okay. I knew, Mid 90s. Uh, yeah, I knew I remembered them from a long time ago. Seeing their. Because they have like a. It's like a horse or a Pegasus, is their. Uh, yeah. was, was on their, their intro or whatever. Jumanji, Matilda. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. A couple of heavy hitters so, in there. So they haven't made anything good in a while, in other words. Rudy. Oh, my favorite movie of all time. Look who's talking. Philadelphia, Sleepless in Seattle, Cliffhanger. Holy this is crap. one of the best movie studios of all time you're talking about. Yeah. There you go. Didn't we just get done saying we didn't know what they did? I said well, I knew. I know they do Rudy. I said I knew from a while ago. I hadn't heard of them being in anything recent. Gotcha. What What's the name yeah. of it now? TriStar. TriStar. Oh, anyway, is it my turn for Nibbly Bits? Your turn for Nibbly Bits. Okay, uh, so three classic Disney platformers are now available on GOG in the form of Aladdin, The Lion King, and The Jungle Book. And uh, Digital Trends actually wrote up this Nibble Bit that I read, and they said the gameplay still holds up for all of them, which I I can see. I I remember Aladdin being really good. Yeah, uh, I played Aladdin in The Lion King. I don't think I ever played the Jungle Book game. No, I know I played The Lion King, too. They're charging $10 for each, or you can get all three for $20. Nice. It's pretty cool that they're on uh, good old games. I want those kind of games, though, to go to the Internet Archive, which I was actually reading. They had, this past week, they had, uh, I think, 2,000 Amiga games were uploaded on the internetarchive.org. Really? That you could play in their browser, like through your browser. And when I went to, this was on maybe like Monday that the article came up. And when I went to do it, it said, we're sorry, the this beta test is now over. We're going to go back into development for our Amiga browser games. Huh. But it was, I wanted to play like all those old, like Secret of Monkey Island, all those old classics that sure. I never got a chance to. But I was too late. Speaking of free games to play, Pokemon Uranium 1.0 is now available for download. It's the fan-made Pokemon game that's been in development for almost a decade. Wow. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that. Yep, I am. I actually wanted to download it, but I really didn't like how some of the Pokemon looked, like the uh, originally made ones that they did. Yeah, so it's totally free, uh, only on PC currently. You can just go to that website and download it. It takes place in the Tandor region. I don't know if that's an established region in, in the franchise. To be honest, I think every new Pokemon game, they just make up a new place. 
Okay. I don't think there's like one big continent that they. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so the Pokemon in the Tandor region have been infected by nuclear radiation, and it's the trainer's job to stop the outbreak and uh, defeat the onslaught of irradiated Pokemon. And it's the classic Pokemon that are irradiated. So the new one, they added 150 of their own original Pokemon into the game that you can, of course, catch. And there's online battling and trading and all that stuff. Uh, I did download it. I didn't get a chance to play it yet, but I'm definitely going to play it. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to download it, though. Why not? It's free. Yeah. Oh, uh, to add on to the free games, I read that Rayman Origins is going to be free on Uplay. Next week sometime? Yeah, I think like correct. The, the 19th? Yeah. Maybe? So that's another free free download, so go get it. I'll, I'll be getting it. That's a must-grab. Yeah. The Master of Orion reboot has a release date of August 25th. I saw this on uh, was it Polygon or something. Their headline was terrible. It's like uh, <laughs> Master of Orion... <laughs> Master... Master of Orion, the Master of Orion reboot leaves early access. Which, if you see the headline, what does that make you think? It's, you can get it's it out. now. It's out. Yeah. But then you click on the article, and it's like, it leaves early access on August 25th. And it's like, that's eh, a little misleading. Yes. I'm but, surprised they didn't uh, turn it into some sort of bigotry that was going on in outer space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not enough diversity in outer space. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was if it was a polygon article but uh but we can still dump on polygon if we want oh, that's, that's yeah, all right absolutely we have to <laughs> it's our job speaking of no man's sky the duplicate item exploit i guess a lot of people are taking advantage of are you guys aware of this no i haven't looked do at you wa- shit do you want me to share it or not i won't use it so i don't care what you do okay Okay, I just didn't know if you guys would be tempted to use it, and I wouldn't want to spoil anything. Okay, so if you die, and you can clarify all of this, because this is just coming from me reading an article. Apparently, if you die, all your uh, items end up on your grave marker that you can then retrieve, correct? I haven't died, so I don't know. Same here, but I have heard that that's how it works, yeah. Wow, okay. So what you can do is, uh, instead of going to retrieve your grave marker, you reload an older save, and your grave marker is still in the game, even though you reloaded a save from before you died. So then you have your items on your character, and you can go <laughs> to the grave marker and get your items all over again. All right. Which seems like a glaringly awful glitch. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, and apparently you can use that to farm items that you use to travel to get to the center of the galaxy or whatever further, faster. So. Yeah, I could rack up money pretty quick doing that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's too bad. Uh probably patched out pretty quickly though. Sure. But there's another glitch in the game that causes you to become permanently stranded. This so one I do want to read. I do I do want to hear about this. Okay, so apparently if you pre-order the game, you get a slightly better starting ship that has a hyperdrive included on it. Mhm. Yeah. And uh so that what that does is it allows you to skip the intro part where you need to acquire the hyperdrive blueprint, which is built into the intro of that game. But if later on you have this pre-ordered ship, you never got the hyperdrive blueprint, you trade that starship in for a new one 
that one might not have a hyperdrive on it, and uh, you and don't and have your blueprint, and you don't have the blueprint to make a hyperdrive, so you're stuck. Hey, that's how outer space works. <laughs> you could just that's, get I mean, stuck once, you know, randomly. Yeah, honestly, Eric, I, I would be okay if that was Sean Murray's explanation <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe I need to do PR for them. <laughs> yeah, Seth, welcome to so, the you planet. Why? Yeah, so uh, I am scot-free here because I forgot that I got a ship with the pre-order. So I just got that ship. So I already mm. have my hyperdrive and all that stuff. So Blueprint. Although, yeah. here's the thing. If I was getting a new ship, I don't think I would buy one that didn't have hyperdrive already put in it. That's what the article I read wasn't sure. It was basing the whole thing on people's stories on Reddit. Mm. They're like, as far as we've seen, we haven't seen a ship that didn't have a hyperdrive on it. But maybe it's like a separate bug that's causing that to happen, I think was their speculation. Can you get, like, blueprints for ships and just be like... You can get them... You, well, you can get the hyperdrive blueprint randomly. Yeah, but it's Tito it's said hard. He got it a lot later in the game. Yeah, it's it's just you're you're guaranteed to get it early in the game. Gotcha. If you're playing through that intro tutorial or whatever. Okay. So yeah, beware of that if you're like me and gonna start playing it tomorrow. Tomorrow or tonight? I don't think it launches at midnight. Last time yeah, I checked, I it didn't. I don't think it does. Actually, one Sean Murray tweeted what time it was going to launch. I'll look while we keep going. I believe it's one. But it, that'd be great if it was midnight because I would just take my computer upstairs and get prepared. Oh, man. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Okay. I should also take a second here to uh, definitely thank a friend of the show, Tito in LA, for gifting me a copy of No Man's Sky. Yeah. That was really awesome. That's Tito. amazing. Thank you Tito. so much. I was uh, when I was streaming the other night. He get he was in the chat and he goes, he goes, yeah, I bought Corey No Man's Sky because I figured Dan was never going to get off his. <laughs> that's that's yeah. probably a good, always, good call. It, when Dan and I have shared a lot of games recently, and it's always awkward for me when like I'm like playing something and on Dan's Steam, and then I see him <laughs> log in, and I'm just like, uh, does he want to play something? Because I know Dan's too like nice to. Tell yeah. me to get off. I would never, yeah. never tell you to to stop playing. Yeah, so just this little awkward phase, little <laughs> dance we do. No, here's the thing. I because I can play. I can't play my games, but I can play any of your games that I have downloaded on my computer. So I I downloaded three or four games uh, in case one of you are, is playing one of my games. I'll just play one some, one of someone else's games because mm. that that that'll make make it so my library is still active or available. Uh, if I'm playing a game on someone else's library, yeah. So I have I have coverage if, if that situation ever arises. Okay, but but then like you'll be playing a game, and I'm wondering like how much longer is he going to be playing? Just text, text me. them, or <laughs> I'm going to tell you how much then, longer I'm going to play. I know, but then I text you, and I worry that you'll say, "Oh, I can get off right now," and it's like, "No, I don't want you to do that. I just want to know so I can plan." If, my... if I had planned on having like having a, a long session, I'd probably tell you. Yeah, so, sorry, I'm occupado. Hmm. But anyway. we still have to do. I know we've been saying it for about a year now. We have to do our Sip. Rocket League test to see if we get in a full game of Rocket League. Oh, before it gets, before one same. of us gets booted. Oh well, no, we're not playing on the same one because you have it now. Oh, now I have it. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll figure something out. We for could that. try it with, with another game. Yeah. Can I just say this beer that I'm drinking is excellent? What is it? It's a uh, Hop Yard, or I'm sorry, Hop City Brewing Co. Hop by IPA. Nice. It's uh, it's real good, and I've drank a lot of shitty beer up here. I'm jealous. Okay. Continue. Gimli doesn't. Gimli doesn't like beer. That's all I have for Nibblebit. Okay. Will, what do you got? Nibblebit is Pokemon Go has a record 200 million uh, earnings for its first month, which is crazy. That uh, has passed. Uh, all, all it has become the highest grossing mobile app in its first month ever, uh, passing Candy Crush and Clash Royale and Clash of Clans. Um, all those big names for the mobile gaming. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I'm interviewing this woman the other day, right? Yeah. She's interviewing for a position. And mm. <sighs> what the hell? I don't even remember how it came up. Oh, so, somehow we started talking about like what she does in their free time or something like that. I, it's a question we ask at the beginning of the interview. And she's like, and I'm also a gamer. And I, I this is like a middle-aged woman I would have never expected. Yeah. I go, really? And she goes, Pokemon Go. <laughs> I could have reached across the fucking table. Yeah. I wonder, do you think maybe uh, she Googled your name, Eric, before she... Do you, does your Stumpsick Athletes come up when you Google your name? If she Googled my name and that was the best she could come up with, then she certainly doesn't deserve a job. <laughs> let's, let's look, Eric. She could have at least said Rocket League. <laughs> no. Uh, Dr. Not Eric really. Oklahoma, DC, Pottsville, PA. That's me. Yeah, there we Physical go. Physical therapy. Physical therapist. Excellent. Oh, chiropractic. Yeah. Uh, Homa Eric James Law Office. Let's <laughs> see, I'm a doctor and a lawyer. Christy Stratton and Eric Homa's wedding website. <laughs> That's yep, not us. That. Nope. Anywho, Will, go on about your Pokemans. Uh, it's just kind of, well, they show a graph on this, um, on this article, and, like, it's pretty close, uh, with Clash Royale and Pokemon Go. And then they have a little marker that says uh, Japan launch, and then it just shoots way up there uh, to the point of not even being close. I put like, I don't know, four bucks into that probably. Yeah, yeah I, put, I did too. I, I put a few dollars in myself. I bought some Pokeballs when I, I freaked out when I think it was Squirtle popped up mm. and I ran out of balls. <laughs> Gotta catch that Squirtle. Um. That's it for Pokemon Go. My other one is there's a lot of uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon news. Uh, the cool thing that they're doing are they're doing these things called Aloha Forms, which is where the old school Pokemon turn into new versions of itself. So, for example, um, I'm going to try and name a Pokemon you guys know. Do you know Vulpix by any chance, any of you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's well, the fox, right? Yeah, it's the fox, uh, the fire fox. So basically what happens with that, when it goes into this form, it becomes basically an ice version of itself. Um, Marowak it becomes a, a fire ghost, and it's really cool because it looks like a ghost now, but its bone has two fire embers on either end, so it looks like kind of like a, a flaming uh, like spear, sort of. There lives a lot of really cool... Uh, Changes Raichu is becoming an electric psychic Pokemon. Nice. Hmm. 
Um, although I do want to say that I haven't been too big on any of the Pokemon that they've shown off other than the starters so far. Uh-huh. Uh, I hope there's some cooler ones in there. Although I do give them the benefit of the doubt, it's got to be pretty hard to come up with like Pokemon ideas at this point. After they've got 700-something. Uh, yeah. 700-some-odd Pokemon. There's a there's for all the hits they have with them there are there are a few misses in there. Yeah. Pokemon. What's that one that looks like a dream catcher? From X and Y? Oh, one sec. I hate I hate I know those. which one you're talking about. I hated that Pokemon. There well there's one that's a chandelier. Yeah, that's just dumb. Uh, let's see. Dream catcher one. It doesn't matter. I was just, that was my example of a crappy Pokemon because I like them to be like animals, kind of, you know. Yeah, well, there's the ones that are like the swords and the shield. Yeah, too. I can't find the Dreamcatcher one, Dan. S- swing and miss. Yeah, uh, but that's it for Nibble Blitz for me, Dan. Okay, what do you got, Eric? Nothing. Nothing. Lazy. Nah. Well, it was a kind of it, it was, was a slow news another week. slow. And, and by news the week. time I remember. Right before we're going to start the show, you guys have already tweeted the three or four things worth <laughs> mentioning. So, Cool. Uh, so, how was your week, Eric? Um, my week was all right. I don't, I don't think I really have too awful much to talk about. Um, so, I, I, I don't remember if I mentioned last week how I bought myself a new Arsenal jersey. Uh-huh. Treated myself. So, I ordered a 2XL like I normally would with anything I buy. And it got here. And it's like a fucking bodysuit. It's as tight as you could ever imagine. And I'm so pissed off because it's like 100 bucks for this thing. So I got to return it, and I'm upset because now I don't have a new Arsenal jersey to wear to see Jeff this weekend uh-huh. for our date. Oh, that sucks. So that that <laughs> made that ruined my week a little bit. Sure. Mm. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember what it was. can't be too important. Okay. Yeah, I, I just... No Man's Sky took up the better portion of my thoughts and time. Olympics? Oh, yeah. I've been watching a little Olympics. That's right. Uh-huh. We've been talking about that. Yeah. Um, I watched some volleyball last night. That was really good, man. Those those scales were... Was it Brazil and USA? or uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Switzerland and USA. They were super good match. Switzerland had us on the ropes until that uh, the one girl woman... Uh, Hurt her, she strained her neck when she did a dive. Yeah. They took a yep. timeout, and she just wasn't the same after that. Yeah, definitely. I, I, f- I felt bad. Hate seeing that. Yeah. But um, I've been watching some soccer. Has been on late at night, uh-huh. which is nice. So yeah. when I go to bed, I turn the soccer on. Yep. Uh, caught some of the Brazil game last night. Uh, I watched some of the swimming. I've been trying to really tune in for because that's uh-huh. those those are always really good. Yep. Uh, the relays. Michael Phelps is, crazy good i don't know still yeah how old is he now 31 31 yeah is he 31 mm-hmm. man if that doesn't make you feel old <laughs> yeah hey um yeah I've, I've enjoyed the olympics i haven't watched I, I you know i wish i have been able to watch more but sure you know free time goes to games yeah i pretty much have it on all day in the background and just you know when i get the chance to watch tv i watch uh, but one thing I've enjoyed watching the most, I think, is is rugby, rugby sevens. Mm. It's fantastic to watch. Um, 
I watched the U.S. play Fiji the other day. Uh, Fiji is the, the best team in the world at rugby. Uh, all really? their oh yeah, all their players are like six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds, fast, muscular. Like it's on un- Fiji. Fiji, yeah. Jeez. Uh, men's and women's Fiji rugby teams are the best in the world. Uh, but the United States gave them a run for their money. They actually uh, were in the lead until the very end of the game. They lost it um, at the very end, which was unfortunate. But, yeah, so it's so fun to watch. I know you played a little bit of rugby, Corey, so I still only have a rough understanding of, of all the rules. Yeah. Um, but it's should, amazing. Uh... I also uh, only have a rough understanding of the rules, which made it a lot of fun to sure. play a few matches. <laughs> I don't uh, understand it either, but man, is it really fun to watch. Yes, it is. So, have you guys ever watched Australian rules football? No, but I'm going to watch because you suggested that the other day. and oh. I'm going to try to watch them on YouTube or something. I think you'll love it. Yeah. It's it, a great mix of like rugby and football and soccer. Uh-huh. It's, it's so good to watch. Nice. Uh, I watched some handball, too, European handball, which the only reason I know anything about that is from playing it in gym class when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I kind of understood the rules of that. But, yeah, pretty much have it on um, all day. I did watch something that I thought was terrible. What's that? That was water polo. Oh, yeah. You think it's going to be exciting, but it's just yeah. not as fun to watch. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. I feel like the the water you know being a place where you can't really move very quickly kind of just takes all the momentum and strategy out of it you know what i mean it's sure there's no movement and it's it's just dumb (laughs) yeah yeah that uh we had that on actually for a little bit and i kind of feel the same as you i mean i know it's a hard thing to play like oh sure i'm uh, sure but it's not as fun to watch i don't think no i'm sure uh, playing it's really fun yeah it's not it's certainly not a spectator sport. No, I watched. And that's a, where I like to keep my sporting and the sure. spectator side. Me too. Uh, I watched some golf today too, which was cool because that's the first time that's been in the Olympics in over a hundred years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Will, what's up? How's your week? Ah, uh, all right. Like you guys, I've just been sort of watching the Olympics. I've been watching. Uh, pretty much a majority of the swimming because that's what's on uh, yeah, whenever night. I have free time. Yeah, that's the prime time stuff usually. Yeah, and then I've seen some basketball, which the U.S. team was losing to Australia for a bit really? in their most recent game, but the U.S. US ended up winning by like ten. I want to say. Oh, okay. Um, trying to think of what else I did this week. I'm pretty much just gearing up for school at this point. Yeah. I'm gonna be going Ugh. back in like two weeks. I'm sorry. I'm actually kind of excited. You're crazy. I'm excited so I won't be working nearly as much. Oh, yeah. Bummed out because I won't be playing games nearly as much. Sure. Um, Yeah. Oh, I did something uncharacteristic of me today. I made a Facebook. No, actually, I did skip the gym today. I've been helping Mm. the parents. Well, I helped today... uh, do the kitchen work that they've been doing. They're putting in a new floor. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Uh, so the kitchen's been in shambles for like a week and a half at this point. So, you know, I'm not eating. <laughs> Mom's not cooking your lunch? <laughs> Thank- thanks, Corey. It just clicked with me. I was like, why Why is, why is Will being an idiot and not eating? I was gonna make all a, I do. I was going to make a Taco Bell joke, 
but uh, I've actually been eating out a ton. Yeah. Uh, pretty much my diet has been just out of commission. Sure. Um, but yeah, I made a Facebook today. Really? Old. That's that's yeah. why I didn't go to the gym. I bet you were a little surprised to get a friend request from me, Corey. I was, but I was glad that you did it. He was just as un- just as surprised to get one as I was surprised to not get one. I couldn't find you. <laughs> yeah, because you're not your normal name, right, Eric? Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't think you are. I think you're something like, else. I had a hard time finding Allison, even. Really? Yeah, because it's not. Some people her. are just not searchable unless it's like unless you're a friend of a friend kind of thing. Yeah. Well, is well, your is your name your regular name? Yeah, it's just Wilmer. Um, Allison was hard because her name, like, it's her middle name and not her last name. That's smart. Oh, yeah. So that's why she was hard to find. Um, but I only friend requested, like, like you because um, I could find you pretty easily and one of my other friends. And the rest have just been getting them throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I hate Facebook, though. I already really dislike it. Oh, it's terrible. It's really I, bad. The only reason why I made one is because a lot of my good friends are going, like, away to school now. Uh, so, like, it's an easier way to, like, see what they're saying and whatnot. Um, yeah, but then it's all like, oh, you're having fun without me. How dare you? Or they're pretending yeah. to have fun on Facebook. Because <laughs> that happens a lot, too. Yeah, they fake that their lives are amazing. Yeah. So I well, think that's, that's I mean, the that's... American way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How good is your life on Facebook? That's all anybody really cares about. I definitely much prefer Instagram and Snapchat to Facebook. Oh, absolutely. It, those are way better social media. Even though Instagram's starting to become Snapchat, which bothers me a little bit. Facebook is all 50-year-old people posting memes. That's all it is anymore. <laughs> oh, my God, Corey. It's funny you say that. Um, I'm not friends with my mom on Facebook, and my <laughs> wife is. And she'll show me the dumb shit that she puts on there all the time. <laughs> she just shares the dumb. Uh, maybe you've seen it. She oh, shares yeah. the seen. dumbest shit. And like one of the things that she shared, right, is from an account called Titty Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like about God or something. And I, I wanted so badly to call her and be like, I see you and Titty Sprinkles are good pals up on Facebook now while you're over praising Jesus or whatever. You do. Like, I, I go, I'm so happy that I have such a limited Facebook. Yeah. Because if I saw this every day, I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Brutal. But you're right on. Honestly. Corey, that really is all it is. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of it's political, too, which just oh, adds yeah. another layer of shit to it. But, uh,. I mean, uh, if we didn't have the podcast, like, I don't think I'd use Facebook at all. I wouldn't either. I absolutely, there's no way I would. I still I don't. I'm try, racking my brain trying to think of a positive that comes out of it. And I, for me, there isn't one. Like, I understand people that like to be social and stuff, like, like to be able to stay connected with their friends. But none of my friends really use it either. So it's just like, yeah, what's the point? It's, and yet it's yeah, so ubiquitous. It far more anger. It's so ubiquitous to everything. Like, uh, how? How did that happen? How did Facebook know, take people's lives away from them? You know, because it used to be cool. It used to be what the cool people had, and then it was when exclusive. it slowly opened up, yeah, it slowly opened up to everybody, and everybody's like, "Oh, I got to get on Facebook because it's cool." 
It's like anything else, you know? It's yeah, cool at now... first when it's exclusive, and then as soon as you let every asshole in, it turns to shit. Well, here's yeah. my thing with that. How do you even use it? Like, I, one of my friends made a comment on one of my... Apparently, like, you can comment on every little thing, so he saw that I, like, was friends with Johnny, and he said, oh, cool, and I wanted to comment back, but when I commented, it said, fail the post. So I was like, huh. So I can't, like, post, or... Came Don't... to the wrong guys for that. Yep. I have no idea. No idea how it works. So we're going to play a game and see how long I last on it before I delete it. Okay. I just sent you a friend request. I'd send you a friend request, but I have no idea how. No uh, idea. I didn't get it. So yeah, if there's any fans out there that want to... Oh, yeah, okay, I got it. Add me. It's just Will Murtha. And that's it for my week. Okay. Corey, what do you got? On vacation. Yeah. It's uh, one thing I wanted to mention to you guys is how uh, I have accomplished the holy trinity of of eating. Uh, in that I eat breakfast, second breakfast, and elevensies. Oh, almost every day. Beautiful. Because I'll get up early and have a yogurt, something small, like a muffin or something. And then my girlfriend will wake up a couple hours later and then she'll make like eggs with like peppers or something, you know, eggs and cheese kind of thing. And I'll eat that. And then like around 11, my 11sies is when I start getting hungry for lunch because I'm just sitting around. And that's when I eat like ice cream or cookies or something. (laughs) And then I have lunch like an hour after that. That's eerily similar to my every day at work because <laughs> i'll get you know i get up and i'll have eggs and toast or whatever yeah and then i go to work and somebody's brought something in and cooked something i talked about this last croissants week. yeah so i have that and by the time that's settled it's time for lunch which is 11 30 noon yeah you know <laughs> it's right. great it's, you know what it's like uh, it's to be to... Me every day it's the way to live no, I've been doing it wrong, but I've definitely it's put not. on quite a quite a few pounds. I can feel it because, in addition to all that eating, I'm not getting any exercise. Like, we'll we'll we a majority of what we do is just we just spend the day at the beach, just lay on the beach. We've had really nice weather, and it's so quiet there. It's just it's great. But like, I don't. My girlfriend like wants to go for walks on the beach and stuff, and I'm just like, nah. I just want to lay here. <laughs> it's like the beach is. I don't know. Like. I understand the appeal, but to me, it's kind of boring because it's the same. It's a beach, yeah. you know. There's not much variation on the beach. It's you're, more water and sand. You're a damn show off, Corey. A damn show off. <laughs> yes, he just likes to lay there and look sexy. On the no, I, beach. I. Uh, so what I've been doing every day is uh, I do my breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, <laughs> and then uh, I'll eat lunch, and then we'll stop at Elliot's groceries uh grocery and hardware which is right across the street from us and then our beach access is right next to that store so then at the store i'll grab the local newspaper wait uh, bring... real quick Go ahead, the Will. grocery store is tied in with a hardware store yeah it's canada what do you expect yeah, yeah and we're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> it's like one of those places <laughs> that your pliers lasts... in your milk <laughs> he's got he wrote he's got a sign uh that he wrote on in with like paint or something that says cheapest gas in PEI. <laughs> nice. And I asked him, he's actually 
I'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, I buy the local paper and I lay on the beach and uh, read cover to cover just to get all the local news. That's what's great about Canadian news is it's all local stuff. Like in the U.S., you're just hearing about everything all over. Where in whereas in Canada, like there's an article today about uh, a woman whose house has been crashed into like nine times in the past twenty years. It's just like little stuff like that, and nice. like. Oh, Ethel Marjorie baked a tuna casserole and it <laughs> came out bad, you know? Took it just down like, to the town center for all the townsfolk. Yeah, like Lake Wobegon stuff, you know? Just the. just It's great. I love it. Uh, but then, yeah, I read it to cover to cover and then I do the crossword uh, on the beach and come home oh, and right. eat dinner and, and drink and stuff. Uh, we've done some, like, touristy stuff, but. Nothing super interesting. We had a ton of good food, which is surprising uh, out here. But uh, my favorite thing about being on vacation, and it's something I've never had on vacation before, is that they're f- the people I'm with are friends with all the locals in the area. So we've been over to their houses a couple times and uh, ate with them. And I don't know if I sent it to you guys, but the one guy, uh, the Elliot, the owner of the grocery store, we had dinner with them a couple nights ago. And he took me into his man cave. He's a huge hockey fan, a Leafs uh, fan. And he has one of the, the seats from the Canadians, the odd, what's it called? The old Canadians arena. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. But he told, showed me his pictures of him partying with the trailer park boys, which I thought was pretty oh, cool. Oh, he did send that to us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but I don't know. It's just it's such a fun way to experience a vacation is being like hanging out with the locals and they all have kids who my girlfriend and I have hung out with the last few days and we went to trivia night with them at the closest town like actual town where there's things uh, and it was in the community center of the town and uh, of course they serve beer and everything because it's Canada uh, and that was probably the most fun thing we did here for me not for her but for me uh, it was just great. There were so many people. They had like 20, I think 22 trivia teams, and most teams were six people. So it was jammed. Uh, we actually came in first after the first round. Wow. Yeah. But after the second round, we ended up in fifth place overall. And there were some good. like, yeah, there were some like really heavy Canadian questions that I'm just like, I have no <laughs> idea. Like they did guess the song or guess the artist or whatever. And they played, like, some common stuff, like Bruce Springsteen and the Tragically Hip. Uh, And then there was, uh, they played, like, traditional Canadian, like, folk music. And the whole place started singing along to it. And me and my girlfriend are just like, I have no idea what this is. (laughs) But it was great. And you wouldn't, like, that's not something you necessarily do if you weren't friends with locals that would, like, take you to something like that, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's been a lot of fun it's a different perspective on a vacation that's for sure because everywhere i've ever gone before like it was like effort getting to know locals so huh. are you not gonna want to come back well i'm trying to convince the girlfriend to move up here next summer so i can be a lobster fisherman that's right that'd be fucking awesome dude would be awesome we went out on uh one of the locals up here has a a lobster fishing boat and that's what he does when it's in season and when it's not he's like a handyman but uh he took us out on his boat the other day and i was talking to him a little bit about it and uh 
I asked him how much his boat cost, and he said, "Oh, half about a half a million U.S. dollars." And I was like, "Jeez, like that's a that's a big upfront cost to be a lobster fisherman." And he's like, "Yeah, if, if you came up here and 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 caught a good amount of lobster every season, it would take you about three years." And I was like, "That's pretty good, mo- like half a million dollars in three years." Yeah, uh, he's yeah. Like, then you could buy your own boat. That sounds all right. But he's like, yeah, but then, you know, all it takes is for somebody to come out with, uh, like, a new book will be written about a diet that says you should never eat lobster. And then the price of lobster drops to, like, $2 oh, yeah. a pound. Uh, that He said it's that volatile. Because I guess right now it's pretty high. It's, like, $8 a pound for lobster. Well, lobster's expensive. Yeah. yeah. But that's what they sell it to canners for. Mm-hmm. That's where they get most of their money. But I don't know. It's just it's it's a different kind of place too because it's not there's no it's not touristy at all. It's like it's farm country where we are, you know, which is nice because we go to the beach and there's nobody there. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yes, it does. It's it's nice. It's it's fun. We've had a really good vacation. It sucks that we have to leave in two days, three days. Nothing worse than coming home from a vacation. Yep. But no. at least you have a sparkling new video game to come home to. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I can escape all over again. There you go. Just just in a different way. Mm-hmm. With mind-bending hallucinogenics. <laughs> oh, and, and No Man's Sky. Yes. Yeah. No, apparently the, the Prince Edward pair. Island mushrooms, apparently the mushrooms up here are like top-notch hallucinogenics. Nice. Smuggle some back and sell it. Yeah, maybe I will. I'll put it in my butt across the border. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to get caught with something like that going across the border. But if you put them no. in your butt, then. Yeah, yeah as long fine. as you don't get the cavity search, you're all set. Full <laughs> cavity search. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Been watching The Night Of. I don't know if any of you guys watch The Night Of on HBO. It's a really good show. No, Corey, it. we still need to talk about Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Stranger you know what things. I forgot I to mention to about Stranger Things last week? The music. It's like my favorite oh, part, the and I really completely good. forgot yeah. to even talk about that. And mm-hmm. I'm going to start listening. Spotify has this playlist of the, the uh, soundtrack. I'm going to start putting that on in the background when I play uh, No Man's Sky. I think it'll fit nicely. Yeah. yeah. You've seen uh, you've seen Drive, right, Eric? Mm, no. Is that a movie? Brian Gosling? Yeah. Oh, that one. First of all, you should see Drive because it's awesome. But it's the same kind of soundtrack, that like lo-fi, like 80s kind of. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Uh, That's it for me. Okay. Corey, that show you just mentioned on HBO, what was it again? Uh Uh-huh. Night Of. The Night Of. Night Of. That's next on my list. It's real good. I highly recommend it. All right. It's it's keeping me subscribed to HBO when, uh, well... Uh, Game of Thrones is in the off season, which cool. says something. Sure. Okay. Uh, the only thing I have to talk about, I don't know if you've seen, if any of you have seen commercials, probably uh, those of us that, that have watched the Olympics for the Pizza Hut, uh, Dipper mm-hmm. Pizza? No. Oh, it's like a, I don't know, maybe three foot long pizza that comes with dipping sauces. Uh, we, we tried that the other day. It's a pizza that doesn't have any sauce on it. Uh, and as a side, you can get, uh, you can get the four sauces or you can just get the straight pizza hot marinara sauce to dip it in, uh, rather than actually having sauce. So what's on on it? Uh, we got cheese and pepperoni. 
like on the commercial. And then you can. So it just doesn't have sauce. Yeah, it just doesn't have sauce. I think they put some kind of garlic down uh, underneath the cheese because it does have a little bit of uh, some kind of flavor. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, but you can also get the crust done anyway that Pizza Hut, like you can get a pretzel crust or the the breadstick seasoning on the crust or anything like that that you want. Uh, but it's a pretty good, pretty good pie. It was 13 bucks for quite a bit of pizza. And, uh, the dipping sauces are like Texas honey barbecue, uh, California ranch, uh, buffalo wing sauce, and then the traditional marinara. And they were all, all good on the pizza. It's quite good. That was the, uh, one of the few cases where advertising worked because we kept seeing commercials for it. And we were just like, we've got to try that. It looks so good. Yeah. So. That's where it works for me too. Is yeah. when like those places own what they are yeah. and just sell you like junk, like bacon, like the bacon wrap pizza kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. And like, what was the what was the Wendy's thing that was like the carbonator or whatever? Baconator. Baconator. Yeah. The, the carbonator. <laughs> yeah, like baconator, and then they have the son of the baconator. Yeah. That's the stuff I'll see and want to buy. Yeah. Or or Taco Bell. What's the thing they just like the triple size crunch wrap? They just yeah. put up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Triple double. Yeah. Because that's, that's why. Like no you, amount you, of you're not gonna go ahead. No amount of Budweiser commercials is gonna make me want to buy a Budweiser ever. So no. They're wasting their money yeah. there. Great point. Well, then like you'll get a, a McDonald's commercial and say, "Hey, we have salads." Like nobody's gonna go to McDonald's for your freaking salad. Yeah. They're just not. They might get it when they're there because they want to feel better about themselves. But let's face it, their salad eaters aren't being like, "Oh, McDonald's has a salad." I'll get, yeah, they're forced to have that shit on their menu to appease the yeah. the people that wave their finger in your face because you're not eating healthy. Those, those that person, fat you know? shamers. Oh yeah. Fat, well, it's the shamrock shake people that need to say like, you know how bad that is for you. You know how many calories. I see it every year on Facebook. They post like, this is why you shouldn't drink a shamrock shake, and it's like, wait, people you know people... actually do that. Oh yeah. You're not still friends with them. <laughs> I wouldn't be screw uh, that. I'd, I'd According to Facebook, I am, but existentially, I hate them. <laughs> But uh, no, Fair it's enough. it's it's like you think people don't know like a shamrock shake isn't good for them. Yeah, obviously. it's it's ice cream, and not only is it ice cream, but it's ice cream you can get at McDonald's. It's obviously not good for you. Yeah, and you, yeah. you don't care. You, like, you drink yeah. it anyway because it tastes good. Or if it's like hot out, and I go to Wendy's and get a large ass frosty. Like I'm not going there because oh, this is probably good for me. This oh, yeah. will help the diet. Yeah. No, I'm going there because it's delightful and has like a thousand calories in it. Yeah, exactly. Full of sugar. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes you just have a shitty day, or maybe you have a maybe you have a shitty life, and it's like if that Shamrock Shake brings you a <laughs> ounce of joy, go for it. Sure. Enjoy yep. the hell out of your Shamrock Shake. Or you're just a fat bastard like me. <laughs> but then you have you also then have no right to complain at the fast food companies for selling you the fast food because I, oh, no. no, I do know I do know that person too. I'm oh not God, one of yeah. them. I know what I'm doing. I know I'm eating too much. Do people do that though? Do uh, like yeah. does that happen? I know a person you know who, who yeah, I know uh I'm not going to mention names, but, but I know a person who blames unhealthy food for their obesity. But the thing about that is I feel like people that like file those lawsuits do it because they think they can win, not because they actually like at their core no. think like 
Oh, they sold me fat. No, you're right, but it has nothing to do with the lawsuit. It's just someone who blames unhealthy food for them being fat. Like, I don't know. Like man. they have no control over it. People believe some pretty dumb things. Yeah, hmm. I could see somebody really believing that. Hmm. I mean, you met Big Germ, right? <laughs> I bet you he believes something like that. Sure. It's yeah. McDonald's fault. He's overweight. No, it's uh, uh, Spaghettios. <laughs> Oh. He's the one that family eats, can eats the, the, <laughs> just eats them out of the can, not even cold. What a god what a legend! What a legend! I mean, I like spaghettios, but at oh, least yeah. at least warm them up in a bowl. Listen, I have eaten spaghettios or beefaroni. Oh, beefaroni cold out of the can. I have I've, done that. I've never sure. done that. Not in front of anyone. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure you're alone. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't even do that in front of my mother. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with what we played and feedback in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 264 of the Thumbsick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are now in what we played. Um, <laughs> I mean... It's that time, isn't it? It's time. Yeah, we should definitely start with uh, what we teased at the top of the episode. We're going to very briefly talk No Man's Sky. Will played some, and Eric played some. So we'll we'll talk about that now. Go ahead, fellas. Well, very briefly, and next week is our full yep. our full capture after all four of us have played it. Mm-hmm. What questions do you have for me, Corey? I think that's the easiest way to do this. Yep. I think I know the answer to this one, but do you like it? I do. Will? I'm not answering. (laughs) (laughs) Will's holding out for next week. Will made it clear at the top of the episode that he was not going to talk about it. I will say Uh, I played like six or seven hours. Yeah, I'm probably about the same amount of time. That's a good amount. Were you surprised by anything? Yeah. Yeah, I think I was. Okay. Uh, what else can I ask without really asking anything? <laughs> I like this. Were were you frustrated at any point? No, I don't think I've been frustrated. Did it? Uh, oh, this one's. Did it tickle the itch you were hoping it would? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. That that's yeah. That's the most promising answer for me. I think that's all I've got. I don't know. It's really hard. I want to. I, I want to ask specific questions, but I also don't want anything to be spoiled. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the next time you get to log in and play it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Would you play it for twenty four hours if you had no responsibility? Probably not. Hmm. So it's a shitty game. Confirmed. <laughs> I'm just kidding, obviously. No, no, I just, you know, there's just, there's reasons that we'll get into next week that I wouldn't. Okay, all right. Is there anything you can tell me without telling me anything about the game? (laughs) I I can tell you that one of the things that's most impressive to me is just the scope of the game. And how, I mean, I knew it was a big universe, but when, like, when you're on a planet and you look, or you're on a moon and you look up, and see a planet and like three other moons and you think well i could just go there 
It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Okay. I and I think that... the thing I'm most impressed with is that they were able to pull it off. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So I got to play this game for sure. Uh, it's funny because uh, it's really dark up here on the, on the island where we are. And uh, it's been really clear. So I go out at night and it's like so clear that you can see the rings of the Milky Way. Oh, yeah. nice. And I just look up and I'm just like, man, there's so much going on up there. Yeah. And I can picture myself playing No Man's Sky and, Corey. and, and feeling that. I think we've kind of discussed this before. Now, one of my favorite things sometimes to think about and kind of remind myself about how nothing really matters. Um, yeah. You know, when you if you're having like a shitty day at work or just like a shitty week or something and you're stressed out, if you just take a step back and think about like how minuscule we are and like why are we even here? You know what I yeah. mean? What do we why? Yeah. Why does anything that we do matter? I think yeah. um playing no man's sky really kind of puts how little we are into perspective okay nice you know what i mean yeah and that's that's i love that i love that thought process i love like that idea like the the odds of any one of us being alive like the odds of any one of us existing is so infinitesimally did i say that right sure small own it you know that we exist is just the chances of that happening is so incredibly small. And, uh, like you said, you know, you have a bad day or something and you just take a step back and just be like, this doesn't matter. Who knows? It really doesn't. One, one of my favorite sayings. And I, I, I felt like there was a girl that I used to work with who I, I really didn't get along with for quite a while. And one day, like she, she just was taking things way too seriously. And finally one day I go, listen, None of this matters if you really look at it. I go, everything is made up. Literally everything is made up. Yeah. Yeah. And her and I actually became really good friends because I think she just kind of started seeing things differently and just was way more laid back. And she even told me a few times, she's like, Eric, like I, when you told me that, I just started thinking about it. I was like, that's just, it's just so true. Everything's bullshit. It is. Everything's just made up horseshit. Some guy came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Or uh, girl, but we're, yeah, we're not polygons, girl, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all in a simulation. We're all in a giant game of No Man's Sky. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Did you have any other questions? No, 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 you answered them. Okay. Now, I why are we doing, why about... are we doing this podcast? Exactly. I don't know. Let, let's just all lay in the road and just die. <laughs> I um, can't say I'm into that. But what but... is what is dying though, Dan? What does that know. mean? Why are we more afraid of uh, what comes at the end of life when we already experienced it before life? Just shut up. Um, you know, I want to I want to yeah. read what Tito just said in the chat because I think it's it's pretty accurate. He said. Um, and he has more in his feedback as well about it. He said the biggest thing to tell Corey is to not anticipate something specific about the game, but just to take in what yeah. it is and what the game gives you. Let the game rush um, over you. Yeah, exactly. And he, he said a lot of people's complaints uh, he feels comes from them having a very specific game in mind 
even down to small details. And if it didn't meet that, that they, they were the ones complaining online about the dumbest things. Yeah. And I want to talk briefly about that really quickly. Um, oh, about multiplayer? That whole controversy? Internet meltdown about these two guys that supposedly were in the same place at the same time and were not able to see each other. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. That's not what the game is. Like, granted, I've said on this podcast numerous times how cool it would be if I actually ran into someone. That would be sure. awesome. But I don't feel like this game was ever marketed as a multiplayer game. No. Was it? Okay. And I I just, it, when you play it, it is very clearly a single player game. Yeah. Like, and it just, I can't imagine being so wrapped up with not being able to see somebody that's in the same place instead of like looking back and saying, damn, like this team, this small ass team put all this time and energy into a game and they put this crazy big world together for me to explore and here i am concerned that i can't see somebody yeah i wonder shut up i wonder if time is a factor in all this because uh one of the like a a physics concept is that the closer to the speed of light you move the slower time moves so i wonder if that has anything to do with the game and and one of the books that that makes me makes me think of this is the the arthur c clark book childhood childhood's end is anyone familiar with that one no. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's one part where one uh, guy sneaks onto a, an alien ship and he uh, goes to their home planet and uh, they go pretty close to the speed of light or something. And for him, he only ages four years to get to where they are. But everywhere, everyone else at home, it's 80 years. So I wonder if that has something to do with them not meeting each other because they're not on the same time frame, if that makes sense. I don't know. It, Sean Murray is pretty active on Twitter. Yeah. And people were asking him left and right what the deal was and he just didn't answer anybody yeah which was weird i thought because he he's pretty good about that sort of thing um but from my understanding is there's there's different servers yeah so they may not have been on the same server i don't know they're having server trouble too kind of stuff i don't know what that means but they're having server trouble too yeah and there was server trouble like the seven hours that i've played the servers have been on for like an hour probably right so so who knows what could have happened that's but Eric, Dan. the game sucks. I can't see my friend. Exactly. I can't. I can't even begin to understand that train of thought. Yeah. Is that was that a post? Like where people saying that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody. Jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm Corey, gonna... on, on Facebook. So you know, I'm a part of like the kind of funny group, which is mostly PlayStation fans because yeah. of Greg and Colin. Yeah. I'm also yeah. part of the podcast Unlocked group, which is all Xbox focused. So you can imagine how the podcast Unlocked group felt about that oh yeah oh yeah oh well this game has totally been mismarketed this this is bullshit what a shitty game they didn't meet any of their promises oh oh like (laughs) sure i am a sony fanboy but like i feel like i'm i'm pretty honest about my opinions about games like i didn't like infamous that game sucked to me you know killzone was pretty shitty i just when pe- and most of these people haven't even played it. Yeah. That's the thing. I got into an argument today with two people about that. Didn't play it. Ugh. The ste- it really just bothers me. The Steam forums are no better. Ugh. I go on there that- just to read all the all the garbage on there, and it's just it's crazy. 
crazy. I do want to say though, Dan, I I really like uh, your speculation about time yeah. being a factor. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It may be Should part be of it. Sean Murray, that it may be part of it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like Tito said, he just—it's just not an important reason why they couldn't see each other. It just does not matter. Yeah. But sure. Whatever. Okay. We'll, we'll be. Uh, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Yeah, I don't, really I, grinding my gears. I don't blame you. It's bothering me too. I, 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 and I texted one of my friends about this because he was asking me like what what the what the uh, scuttlebutt on on No Man's Sky was and. I feel like the game was never meant to be as popular as it is. Oh, no, absolutely it, it, not. It's kind of specific in its, it, you know, because Hello Games is an indie studio, and indie studios usually are a little more niche than, uh, you know, your 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 dice. You know, they usually like make widespread popularity games. You know, um, but well, I, I I feel like the the popularity spiraled out, spiraled out of control for I think for what no happened, Sky. Dan. Is you know it was was it E three when they showed the very first clip? No, it was the Game Awards. I think okay. like whatever it was, ago. I know a lot. It caught a lot of people's attention. Yeah, and I think Sony, you know their their lineups haven't been the strongest as of late mm-hmm. a lot of times. So I think they saw that and they kind of just capitalized on it. Yeah, and they kind of I think built the hype around it sure. as well as the internet, obviously as as usual. But yeah. um. But I think you you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. About that it this wasn't game supposed to be. This game is specifically made for a certain type of gamer. It's yeah. not for everybody, as sure. you said. So I wasn't gonna say that until next week, but that's absolutely <laughs> true. Okay. Um, yeah. th- there's just two other things I want to mention. Okay. Another thing that really pissed me off that I saw somebody talking about was uh they had the audacity to suggest this was not a sixty dollar game. I nearly fell out of my fucking chair when I read that. Yeah. That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. Wait, say that again? They said that there's not $60 worth in this game. Hmm. That is absurd. I, c- I can't imagine being in a place in my life where I feel like that is a logical thing to say. The about, amount of content this in this oh. game. And this is a $60, $60 game. No, no. Ugh. No. And then the last thing I wanted to say was I think that uh, and I, I God I don't even want to say this but I I have to um, I feel like Dan is gonna like this game more than any of us. I think you're probably like, right. I just I I was playing it and I go man, Dan's gonna fucking love this game. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it plays into my whole Lone Wanderer thing. Oh, you know, it's, that's it's literally everything. Yeah. That Dan likes. Oh. So beautiful. I hope you like it a lot. I'm sure. Yeah, I hope you both do. I really don't want to have the argument about from the other end because from what I, I, I can't handle it. From I, I, it's it's not even that I can't handle it. I just if, if somebody doesn't like it, I at least want a good reason why. Right. And like have have a discussion about it. Not like, oh, I couldn't see this guy. Like it was not sixty dollars. But like those are that's just two absurd arguments. Like, yeah. If you want to tell me there's things things that I think I could definitely see somebody arguing that are not great about it. If you want to talk about that, great. But like, ugh. I feel like I have I have and have had a fairly good grasp on what No Man's Sky is from the beginning. Sure. And I, yeah. you know, I think my expectations are in line with what the what the game is and mm-hmm. is going to be for me. So definitely, you know, I think that's one thing I've learned from being on this podcast is how to uh, 
you know, it's one of our taglines, but how to temper my expectations, you know? So, yeah, I feel like generally speaking, uh, my expectations are right on right in line with what I'm expecting from from games anymore. So I think that's a good thing. All right. And as always, very interested to see what Corey thinks. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe more than ever. (laughs) Of course. I don't know. I think it's a pretty shitty game. Those guys couldn't meet each other. (laughs) Sean Murray lied about multiplayer. That's another one I saw a lot of. Bullshit. It's bullshit. The, the game. thing is, is that uh, I, you know, I mistakenly took the bait on Facebook for for a hot second, sure. and somebody posted that video, and I go, I'm not going to watch that. I don't care. The game's still good regardless of what he said yeah. in that video. Like, sorry, you can't have a good kill death ratio, yeah. buddy. Sorry, you can't enjoy yourself with something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> um. Go ahead. Have other people been in a situation where they should see each other or was it just that's that one the only instance? one i've heard of yeah okay. sean murray said he couldn't believe that it happened yeah interesting oh. maybe they just weren't ready for it you know maybe there's still be. code that needs to be worked. but like i mean like you guys have been saying which prompted this conversation it doesn't really matter maybe Not it was just all. a glitch like yeah me me seeing another person when playing this game now that i've actually played it wouldn't make a lick of difference. I hope I, <laughs> I hope I don't see anybody. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody. I'd be kind of mad if I found somebody else. Yeah, this is all for next week, though. We got so much more to talk about. Yeah, just one, one more quick thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think it was a Paul Tassi thing, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to see someone else because I don't want uh, bunny hopping." Uh, some of the other uh, teabagging, you know, teabagging the corpse of of other animals. Like, I don't want to see someone do that in No Man's Sky. You know, I want it to be my yep. own, my own thing. So, yep, totally. Tito wants us to talk about the the day one patch, but we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah. With all the stuff they added. Yeah, we don't want to cover anymore. Yeah. Okay, uh, Eric, did you play anything else? Just the huge. The huge. Okay. Rocket League. Rocket League. All right. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Pokemon Go now? I have nothing to add this week. Yeah, you haven't really played it, have you? Nah, not at all. Will, do you have anything to talk about with Pokemon Go? Not really, to okay. be honest. Yeah, for me, it's been about the same, uh, catching Pokemon. I caught a, Poke- a Pikachu today. It's the first one I've seen since I started playing. Um, oh, I should say, I did. You know how I've been searching for a Growlithe for like the month the game's been out? Yeah. I finally caught one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was pretty pumped. I was at the gym doing cardio, and I'm like, I'll open up uh, Pokemon Go. Open it up. There it was. I was about ready to run outside looking for it, but it popped up before I could get off the treadmill. Oh. Uh, that reminds me. I did have one quick Pokemon Go uh, story to tell. Uh, it was kind of late at night, and I, you know, I fire up Pokemon Go probably every half an hour tops just to see if there's any Pokemon uh, like I said, we have a good we have a good spawn spot across the street and diagonal from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw something I didn't have uh, and ran outside to to get it because that's where I that's where I spawn. If I if they don't spawn like where we are in the house, I just go across the street. Uh, and probably once a week uh, since the weather got warm, we there, there's a very strong skunk smell outside, uh, like it's sprayed. So I, I walked out, you know, kind of oblivious, facing my phone, headed, you know, across the street. Uh, and I looked over, and probably 20 feet away, 
there was a skunk like wandering around in the neighbor's yard and I was like, Did you oh, throw a pokeball at it? Shit, no. Uh, <laughs> I thought of that later. Um, cause my son has a little stuffed plush Pokemon <laughs> ball. Uh, but I was like, oh man. So I slowly backed away. I don't even think he noticed me though. Or if he did, he didn't care that I was there. If he's been living in our neighborhood for a while, he's got to be used to people being around, but could you imagine if you got sprayed? All I would need is to be sprayed by a skunk. Oh. Um, that would be awful. So yeah, but at least you'd get to lay in tomatoes, uh, tomato juice. I could bathe in tomato juice. Yeah. Uh, but my, I'm sure my wife wouldn't have let me in the house. Uh, pregnant women have very strong Typical sense night. of smell. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, pregnant women have very strong sense of smell. So, right. yeah, I would have been sleeping outside probably. But, yeah, that was scary. But, yeah, Dan, I, it's yeah. go ahead. No, I had nothing. Okay. Um, and that's all. Oh, I, I played a little more Mass Effect, um, which is a good game. However, I find the Mako stuff to be obnoxious. Corey, mm-hmm. I don't know if you get that. Yeah, I remember that from the first first game for sure. It doesn't control well. Uh, it's too easy to die, um, and also uh, the the way that, the way it auto saves isn't good when you're like creeping around on planets like that. So you have to save pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was it was one it was a great idea, but I think they they screwed the pooch yeah. on on what it could have been. Sure. You know, exploring. Uh, distant planet on a little rover you know yeah seems like a cool idea but it could... yeah when you're doing and it's they're they're kind of like all the ones all the planets are kind of similar right they have like a similar structure similar to where different are. color there's a couple more mountainous ones uh which stinks because yeah. the that thing's not very good at climbing mountains and if you crash while you're climbing up a mountain it can kill you yeah uh, which is awful so I, I might just yeah, missed like, opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they had the hover tank part in the second game. It was kind of a minor, minor bit, but it's a, a little bit better done oh, yeah. than in. Uh, it reminds me of how the Batmobile controlled in in Arkham Knight. So mm-hmm. can't relate bit, to that. A little bit better. Uh, but yeah, I still love that game. But I'm looking forward to two. Two is definitely a much more refined experience. Uh, the first one, especially combats pretty clunky eh. and now it's pretty clunky eh. yeah no. no i agree with you I think it's very combat is definitely better yeah but the, I, th- I feel like the answer in two was just to rip out everything that wasn't good about the first or didn't work in the first one yeah no they, i mean they definitely oversimplified it because i one of the things i like about the first one is all the different equipment and armor and stuff you can have those rpg elements that they definitely took out of two uh, yeah. If they could have kept that stuff and then in 2 had the combat of 2 um, because it's a far superior combat, like uh, squad-based combat mm-hmm. than the first one. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I still think 3 is the, the best. No way. 2. You're crazy. Nope. I think most people, most people like 2 the best, I think. Yeah, because people were really pissed off about the ending of 3. Not just That's that. I, I think part of it yes. too is I, well. I think part of it too is that three ended period. You know, two. You still have that third game to look forward to. You know, Dan. That's I'm going to be honest. I think I'm going to side with Corey on this one. What? Well, I I no doubt that that's happened, but I think because uh, there's plenty of people that like the ending of Mass Effect three or thought it was fine or what have you. That's your biggest gripe, right? Is the ending? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. I think I'm just saying if if the ending wasn't what it was, I think a lot of people would revere the third one the most. I don't know. I still think I would like two the best. 
a lot happened in three that made it amazing. Sure. Uh, one of the things I don't like about the third one is the multiplayer to get your combat score up. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that was kind of shitty. Although the multiplayer was pretty good. It was good, but like I don't know. Like, when I get to the third game, I don't know if anyone's still going to be playing it. You can do – I think they got rid of that. Didn't oh, they? Did they? I hope so. I, I hope they, there's an alternative to get your combat score or whatever. Okay. Up. As long as you can get up all the way without having to play the multiplayer. I mean, I, I wouldn't so. even mind playing it by myself or maybe with friends, but, um, yeah, I don't want to have to. I mean, yeah, it was it was an okay multiplayer, but we'll see. We'll see when I get there because I do want to play through the three games before Andromeda Why aren't you live streaming, man? I, I can't really live stream. Live stream it. I, well, I play video games at night, and my wife always has the TV on watching whatever she's watching, so that would literally be in the background the whole time. Mm, yeah. the, the, it's the it's the audio, and this I also I enough. also can't talk very loud because tell her to put headphones in. <laughs> I can also I still can't talk very loud because the kids are yeah. asleep, and it's too hot to have my goddamn computer down here. It's unbearable. This rem- reminds me. I wanted to say uh, the video that I did for No Man's Sky. Uh-huh. It's gonna be pretty poor because it's me at two a.m. trying to learn the the deep mechanics of no man's sky it's um, fine so it's most it's most you. it's mostly to compare and contrast starting locations that's mostly Got what it. i wanted gotcha now you saved it to the your playstation right i think so okay so i have to i've got a, i've got a flash drive that you can load the load the video onto gotcha and bring it over so Corey, i don't know how you want to do yours you probably it would be easiest for you to stream it like like uh, Eric did, and I can take the yeah, twi- Twitch video. I'll, I'll stream. Is there a way I can download those so I can edit them on my computer rather than editing Twitch them videos? YouTube? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can just download them. Okay. I'm sure there's a way. If if not, there's definitely a web utility yeah. like Twitch Ripper, like there is for YouTube. Yep. Okay. Uh, Will, did you play anything else besides No Man's Sky, Pokemon Go? I played a lot of Pokemon Diamond, but I'm not right. really going to talk about it. Okay. Um, just plugging away on it on my phone. Nice. Corey? Uh, games I've played, Dan? Yeah. Is that what we're talking? Is that sure. where we're at? Mm-hmm. I played a lot more Fire Emblem. I'm on uh, Mission 14 mm-hmm. now. Oh. I'm, I'm you liking it? I'm it pretty well. I, I like it. I do. I, I think it's great. But there's nothing in there that there's nothing in that game that screams like this is a great game. You know what I mean? No. It doesn't have it doesn't have that extra something. You know, it just feels like another Fire Emblem game, which is fine. Those are good games, but there's nothing in there that like makes the game stand out in my opinion. I'm enjoying playing it. I'm I'm addicted to it and everything, but like Playing through it, there's no like memorable moments or uh, like super memorable gameplay elements or anything like that. The where you get that is by playing the different paths through the yeah. through the story and seeing it from a different perspective. That's what's that's the hook for for this specific Fire Emblem. Yeah, I could see that, and I think that's great for people who love Fire Emblem. Sure, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play another yeah. playthrough. I sort of think that this is one of the games that. This is the last one that they could pump out sort of the same as the last one and get away with it mm-hmm. uh, and have it be all right until people get, I, I guess, annoyed. 
Yeah, I don't think yeah. they could do another one that was similar gameplay wise. Maybe yeah. they'll come out with an NX one that's like console grade graphics. Oh, well, we're getting amazing. our mobile one this year, aren't we? Our yeah. mobile fire on them. Yep. Supposedly. You know, I'm kind of looking to forward to mobile um, Animal Crossing a little bit. Sure. Hell yeah, for cool. sure. Definitely. They could definitely be cool. But like going back to to Fates, it's just. It... I'm having a hard time putting my finger on it because I do like it. It's it, if I were get, like scoring it as a uh, objective review, I would give it a high score because I think everything comes together really well. It's really interesting, compelling. It's just for me, there's nothing meaty in there to like chew on and just get lost in. Uh, I'm really glad I'm playing it on classic mode because I feel like if I wasn't, I would just breeze through it and just have no uh, reverence for like the strategy side of it. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's relatively easy, but you just, when you're playing on classic mode, you just have to be really careful that you don't accidentally put somebody where they shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, because all it takes is one critical hit and you lose a character. I've lost three characters so far. Which that ones? I, uh, M- Muzo, the girl that you meet oh, in the village. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orbi, Orbi, Orbara. No, I still have Ouroboros. It's the other one that starts with an O. Obish, Obi, Obi, Obia. Oh, the mage or Arachi, or whatever. Is it Arachi? Yeah, is it the the female mage? Yeah, yeah. That was um, one of your mother's retainers. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think that's her. And then uh, the little wildling kid, Caden. No. Can't remember. He can use uh, like the clubs and stuff. I know who you mean. I can't think of the name. He's got the wild hair and oh, Rinka. I think or it starts. With, does it start with an I? Rinka, yeah, okay. yeah. Lost Rinka. Uh, but in each of those cases, it was the type of thing where I had restarted a mission like ten times because somebody kept dying, and I would just get close to the end and somebody would die, and I'd just be like, I can't restart this again. I just want to advance. Yeah, so I just let those characters die. Uh, in those cases but i think the game really benefits from that like playing it on classic mode um i I don't know it's just i dare you to play conquest on classic mode i dare you really oh so hard it's so hard i don't believably hard those games if classic mode didn't exist in those games i think they would be awful games yeah i had to switch over to uh easy mode or whatever now you do that mid game yeah yeah, you oh, can. I didn't know that. But you can only change it once. Yeah, you you can't go back to a harder difficulty after you lower the difficulty. Gotcha. That's how it works. Uh, I'm also kind of interested on. So you guys love the like relationship building aspect of the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's straight out of every anime. How can you guys not be into anime and love the relationship side of Fire Emblem? It's not because that I, blows my mind. It's because... not. Go ahead, Will. I'll let you go first. Uh, it's because I'm not being forced to follow romances that the creators wanted me to watch. I can mi- mix and match what I want. I don't like want to see the protagonist stuck with the same person in an anime. I can marry the protagonist to anybody I want. But it's still like the same tropes. And somehow they appeal to you in Fire Emblem and not in anime. Because I'm not being force-fed the romances that they want us to see. I feel like that's just a cop-out answer. 
It was the first thing off the top of my head, so it sort of was. But Corey, I'm not anti-anime. I just don't really watch things. Yeah. I mean, I would gladly watch some of them, but I just I, when I have free time, generally, uh, if it's not something the kids can watch, also, I I don't really watch it. You know. Uh, and yeah, and which when really, I think the best anime isn't kid friendly. Right. And when I'm watching something, it's usually something that I watch with the wife, but whether it be a movie or Game of Thrones or. Yeah. or whatever. I never no, watch I'm anything not, on my own. Yeah. Believe me, I'm I'm really not that stuck on this this point. It's just an <laughs> afterthought like sure. of today when I was playing. I'm like, how could like this is just this is straight out of anime. All these tropes and everything of these relationships between these characters. Sure. But uh I don't know, like I think this will be the last time we talk about Fire Emblem at least from me. Uh I don't know how much more of it I'm going to play cuz I'm kind of at that point where I've I've sort of seen almost everything and worked out all the mechanics and, you know, start upgrading buildings and stuff like that. So you're not going to beat uh, it. I, I don't know if I beat it on, if I, if, if, um, I do beat it, it will be on this vacation, which I only have a couple more days. So I don't, it's probably not going to happen. There's just other, let's comes down to game priorities. There's just other things I want to play more. It's not that I don't like it. Cause I do like it, but I don't know. Sure. Disappointed in you. <laughs> that's it. That's about. That's it for my my Fire Emblem thoughts. It's good. It's really good. But there's better options out there. Yeah. No, I really think that this this more than any of the other ones is one you need to to spend the time and play the other versions of it too to see the different sides of the conflict. Yeah. And yeah. That's what, that's I think you're makes, right, and that's why I said like I think for Fire Emblem fans, this is a really great game. Yeah. Like hardcore fans and i also think the game would really benefit from a more established universe yeah. it seems like they jump all over the place between games and i just think of uh like the amount of lore that could exist in a game like this that would be enough to, to like tie all the games together and keep people interested sure. game to game and stuff like that i think i feel like that's a missed opportunity but mm-hmm. i don't know yeah um, I also played a mobile game called A Noble Circle, which was free the weekend right before I left for vacation uh, a couple weekends ago. I think it's 99 cents now, but it's from the creator of A Dark Room. Did any of you guys play A Dark Room? Is that the no. one where you're in the solving the puzzles? It's text-based. No, I didn't play that. Oh, the it one starts, where you're in a dark room? Yeah, it starts like you are in a dark room, and then it's like, there's fire. What do you want to do? It's like, oh, yeah. go to it. But then the game grows from there, and it turns into, like, a ASCII art, like, adventure RPG towards the yeah. end of it. It's really cool. Nice. There's uh, a I new really one out, Corey. You should check out if you like that, but I'll go ahead. Um, it's this uh, Noble Circle is a 2D platformer, very minimalist art style. You play a circle in a world called Flatland, so it's two-dimensional. Uh, in the game, like as you're playing through it, it talks to you a lot. There's a lot of text written on the screen while you're bouncing around. That talks about like the physics of a two-dimensional world and stuff like that. And you start like with things that are really, really small, and it talks about a plank or a plonk length, um, which is like a physics term. And there's equations and all this stuff that they talk about. But it's also a platformer in the sense that you have to like jump around other shapes and stuff that are on the map and like the males are triangles and they're pointed and the females are lines and as you go towards them they turn to face you so you can't see them 
as would be the case in like a flat land because mm-hmm. it's two dimensional. Uh, it just sort of plays with that whole idea. Nice. Um, I probably wouldn't talk about the game though if I didn't play again today and beat it. But hey. it's not that big of a deal to beat it because uh, apparently, go ahead. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> it's uh, he's he's updating it every week. But it was interesting because I played this past week or today, I should say, and this past weekend's update was all about the situation that mobile games are in. Uh, so you're bouncing around this circle, and he's just talking to you this whole time. And he really kind of appeals to the human side of game development in that uh, he tells, like, this story about a violinist who has to go to this business party to play her violin. And even though she hates it, like, it's a good paycheck so that she can focus on what she really cares about. And then the end of it is, like, what's your violin? And then he says, uh, us mobile developers rely on your app store reviews more than anything. And any time we put out an update, all our app store reviews are wiped out. Yeah. yeah. Which is true. Yep. Uh, so he's like really pleading to the gamer to go into the app store and, and you know, give him that five star review or, or whatever. Um, but he does it in a really eloquent way. And I thought it was really interesting. Uh Considering that, like, that's the state of mobile games. Yeah, not just that, but like, especially a developer who even sells their game for ninety nine cents, as opposed to trying to milk its players for every last penny that they're willing to spend on the game. Right, uh, I think is a, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my review, quote unquote, review of the game is that it, it's pretty good, and it does like it talks about uh, a lot of sciencey, physicsy stuff. Which and he I actually love. Even, he even references Carl Sagan's play it pale blue dot speech which nice. is i'm just instantly sold when when that stuff comes up yeah um speaking of the the fu- futile nature of our existence <laughs> like the game does a pretty good job of of exploring that so i was sold on that and then the added stuff at the end where he just talks about like the state of the mobile game within the game uh, i thought was a, a really nice touch but I, I don't know like it's interesting because the game's not finished and he says that and it's going to be updated every week so i don't know if that stuff's going to be written out of the game as he develops more of the game side of it and less of the like appealing to to reviews um i don't know it's it's really bizarre but i really like dark room so i'm kind of on uh this developer's side who i forget his name i can't think of it right now but okay it's a decent decent enough mobile game for for 99 cents nice noble uh, the circle. Only other... go ahead noble circle noble circle the only thing, other thing I played was Hearthstone. Uh, I, for some reason, I thought the expansion came out, or the adventure came out tomorrow. It turns out the One Night in Karazhan came out today at about 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, all I had time to play was the prologue, which everybody can play for free. It's just a boss battle against, I forget the guy's name, uh, but you play as Mediv, who is one of the main characters in the Warcraft movie from the Warcraft universe. So it, it's kind of fun. But the, the adventure's all about, like, this party that is hosted by Medivh, um, I don't know, in Karazhan or whatever. It's 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 from World of Warcraft. I don't know much about it, but apparently there's a chessboard element. Uh, a lot of people are talking about on Reddit that I guess came out pretty good in the Hearthstone version of the game. So I'm excited to play more of it. I know people are really, Hearthstone people are really, really upset about the cards, but 
for me, it's just that, always that may be a it's good always thing. sort of been yeah. It's always sort of been the same for me. Like they put out cards, I'll play with decks because that's what I like doing in the game, and that's all. I don't really care. So that's where I'm at with that. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Okay. Well, um, I forgot to mention I played in B Abzu. Hey. Oh. Hey, congrats. Well. Hey, thank you. What'd you think of Abzu? Think of I really liked it. It's basically underwater journey. Except not as good. <laughs> it's definitely way shorter. I think I beat it in two hours, and I think yeah, Journey it took, me, it took me four or five, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was good. You know, the more I thought about it after I played it, I was like, game's not very great. It's just it's... such an average game, I felt like. Yeah, I thought it was just fine. It didn't do anything for me like Journey did, not even close. No, that definitely did not have that impact. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what the different like. I, it's been a while there since the journey. So I don't know. I just one. I I don't know. I really don't. One of the things that people are saying about it is it's one of those games that uh, kind of puts the player in harmony with nature, and that's kind of the the hook that a lot of people are are taking from it, especially people who are not necessarily nature people. The only part that I really even gave a shit about with the the sea creatures was the whales. Mm-hmm. I felt bad when that shark got killed. Yeah. Well, god damn it! <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but like it would that didn't bother me as much as the ending of Journey did. Yeah, no, that's definitely not true. It, well, it was more. Oh man, this is gonna be kind of spoilerly, but it was more positive ending than Journey. Yeah. Okay. Journey was a sad ending. This was a happier, more hopeful ending. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. I've just remembered that I played that. Nice. All right. Anything else? No. Okay. Let's do some feedback, shall we? I got to run to use the little boy's room. All right. Do you want me to wait? No. I'll be right back. I'll be like 30 seconds. Dan, okay. I only sent you um, Idaho Jakes because okay. we're going to do Tito's next week. All right, we'll see. So okay. mostly uh, No Man's Sky stuff. Okay, yep. We'll get to that next week, Tito. Uh, okay. Idaho Jake says, hey, guys, I came down with Influenza A, and I was out of work for three days, so I didn't get to play No Man's Sky too much. I think I'm going to wait to give my review until you guys have your episode on No Man's Sky. I will say that I am enjoying it, and I think I will be playing this on and off for a long time. I may try the Elder Scrolls Legends, depending on what you guys have to say, and I may not be paying attention too much be- to the podcast because I'll be watching the Ravens and Olympic soccer too. Now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. If you had a spaceship uh, that could withstand anything in space, what planet in our solar system would you like to visit? I would like to visit Venus because Destiny pictured it really well, uh, and it was a planet like Earth before the sun got bigger and hotter. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Oh, that sucks! You got the flu, man. I spent uh, half of the be- or half of uh, half of January and half of February being sick out of my mind, and it was fucking miserable. Yep. Ugh. I really thought that there was something seriously wrong with me. I thought I was gonna like I had a brain tumor or something. Like that's I was in that place towards the end of it before I finally <laughs> came out of came out Riddle. of the illness. 
Being sick is the worst. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it for like a week, but it was it was a month that I was I was really sick. It was awful. But anyway, on a more positive note. So, Corey, Jake says, uh, if you had a spaceship that could withstand anything in space, what planet in our solar system would you like to visit? He says he'd like to visit Venus because Destiny pictured it really well. It was a planet like Earth before the sun got bigger and hotter. Yeah, Venus is a good choice because, like, isn't that the planet where if you entered the atmosphere, it would dissolve you? That's probably Mercury. Yeah, that'd be my mm. guess too. Well, I know, I know, Mercury's the one. Like, if you're on the sun side, you'd melt. But if you were on the <laughs> the cold, the other side, you would freeze to death. Yeah, because it like, doesn't it doesn't spin temperature disparity. It doesn't spin like Earth or Mars. Yeah, uh, but for me, I would love to go to Jupiter uh-huh. and see the the big storm on Jupiter. That that like dot that everybody knows is the size of two Earths. Sure, which just blows my mind. Like, there's a storm on Jupiter that is the size of the Earth times two. Right. That would be cool to see. Uh, I would not go to a planet. I would go to Jupiter's moon, Europa. Because of the video game. Uh, no. Europa Universalis. No. No, mm-hmm. that's that's one. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's what, that's the It's the planet that has the ice crust that has liquid water underneath. And they think if there's life in our solar system, then that's most likely where it would be. So I would want to drill through the ice on Europa and and go in the ocean in there. Is isn't Titan the planet Titan or the moon Titan supposed to be like that too, or is it supposed to be more Earth like? Uh, no, Titan. I think Titan has um like a very acidic. It's got an atmosphere and everything, but it's very very acidic. I, I believe. I think it's the one with sulfur oceans, stuff like that. It has oceans. So did I make up that there was a moon that was sort of like Earth? No, that might. I mean, there's not not in our solar system. There's not any moon. Everything's so. made up. Well, we already so, talked yeah. about this. So I did make that up in my head. No, okay. so doesn't maybe it was doesn't a no matter. man's sky. I don't know. Mars too. Mars would be be nice to visit because we could go there now. We should yeah. go there now. I don't really have a a choice. I don't know enough about any of them to pick one that I'd go to. Yeah. I'd be thrilled to go to any of them. Yeah, yeah. You it'd, know? Be, it'd be interesting regardless of where you Who go. Who am I to pick which one to go to? Just <laughs> take me to one. Sure. Corey, did you have an answer? I, know I already you... gave it to you, bro. I know, I... Jupiter. Oh, that's right. The storm. Yeah, okay. I gotcha. All right. Thanks, Jake. What about me? Did I... Yeah, go ahead. S- screw well, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were the one over there making up moons. Oh, no, I was going to say Neptune. Neptune. <laughs> I did a project on it in, like, oh. fourth grade. Uh-huh. Uh, Do you remember really, anything about it? It's all ice, like, on the surface, and they're not sure if there's water underneath it. You want to go find out. Uh, yeah, and I love snow and ice, so why not? A little ice fishing, maybe? Yeah, I'll just drill through there with my awesome spaceship. Set up a little shanty? Yeah. Yep. Pluto is Second. Pluto is a planet again now. By the way, yeah, they keep they keep waffling on that one. I just want them to make a damn mean, decision already. What is it that justifies it being a planet as opposed to whatever else they made it? Uh, I mean, it has. Uh, to... Go ahead, Corey. I was going to say it's it's whatever Black Science Man says. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil. Yeah, he was the one that didn't want it to be a planet, uh, yeah. but apparently, I don't know. 
there's scientific arguments on both sides of the coin. Like some people think that uh, if Pluto is a planet, then there's a, some other things in our solar system that could be considered planets because it's so small. Um, it's co- it's considered an ice dwarf planet, and I guess there's other similar sized objects. Okay. Um, so there's that. Uranus is a planet, that's for sure. Uranus <laughs> is a planet, yes. That was a matter of time. <laughs> you know, that never even crossed my mind as a as a joke. I, I, I knew even... that it was coming from somebody. Most likely me, but Will beat me to the punch. <laughs> nice. I bet. I figured somebody would think I would say Uranus would be the one that I'd visit. Visit Uranus. It's speaking of Mass Effect. Uh, when you visit, <laughs> when you, when you probe planets and you send a probe to Uranus, and uh, who's the That's... who's the AI on the AI on the ship? Uh, Edie. Edie. That's right. Okay. So you know, Edie's like really when you go to probe Uranus. Yeah. He's like, really, Commander. <laughs> I remember that. It's a nice, <laughs> nice little joke. <laughs> All right. Any else? Nah. Are we gonna do what we didn't play, Corey? Or? We can do that. No, I didn't. I don't. Did anything come out? Yeah, I can tell you what I didn't play. Go for it. No Man's Sky. <laughs> right. Delay. Because goddamn it, three days before they they delayed it. I mean, apparently it was delayed earlier, but there was no official indication until i think it was friday when it was officially delayed um it had still said the 12th uh, or no the i'm sorry the 9th on steam and everything i think so, on the website they had done it before yeah on the no man's sky website yeah but well yeah. then i hope you didn't buy it it's not a 60 dollars game yeah, yeah definitely not it's not 60 it's a bargain bin game yep at best steam summer sale in a few years 75 percent off yeah. God damn it. So yeah, that'll be our topic for next week. Um did, there was no other big releases this week. I'm sure there was a few releases this week, but nothing that was on any of our radars, correct? No, not for me. Okay. So yeah, next week we will be covering No Man's Sky. We should have our uh normal stream back, right, Corey? Cool. believe so everything should be ready to go thursday right it doesn't matter to me whatever day um I think. it's next week the week i have issues yes Eric, i can do every week <laughs> i can do tuesday <laughs> and friday it's probably friday friday it is friday friday okay All right. All right, sounds good. So yeah, next week uh, Friday, No Man's Sky, seven thirty. Guys will get a good good week with Either. it. Yeah, I plan on playing a lot too. I already settled it with the wife that uh, I'm gonna pretty much play all day tomorrow. So there's that, and then probably a few late nights too. It's been a while since I've stayed up really late at night playing playing VG games. Oh, has it? Yeah. I mean, I've been going to bed at twelve thirty, one o'clock, one thirty. But we've been watching the Olympics, so. Right, right, right. All right. Any other thoughts? Nay. Okay. That'll do it for episode 264 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.
Hey, what's with food on airplanes? I don't.